I got everything pulled up I need. Sweet. So we'll start with Thursday, tomorrow, December 7th. We have the New England Patriots, your New England Patriots, as a matter of fact, Kimmy, versus the Pittsburgh Steelers from Steel Town. And it's in Steel Town. And the Steelers are seven and five. The line is minus six. And the total is 30 and a half. So it's a low total. Uh, They're looking at these teams on offense and saying none of these teams muster up a ton of offensive scoring. Defenses are pretty sturdy because even though the Patriots are losing, it's been very low-scoring games. It has been. So I I absolutely, you know, love the under 30-and-a-half from a betting perspective because it is a low-scoring game. These teams are lucky to score 14 points. But (laughs) you have to look at the Patriots. You know it's – Zappy hour. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look comfortable. No. He he actually he has to get hit a few times before he can complete a good pass down the field. Mm-hmm. So expect him to take three good licks before he <laughs> completes a pass over 10 yards. Then on the other side, you had that injury with Kenny Pickett that started stirring up trouble. And then yeah. look who shows their baby face. Mitchell Trubisky is at you. <laughs> Mr. Can't Grow a Beard. There he is. And yep, there, yep, that's him. Comes out there, and wow, he turned back the clock. He looked good. He looked good in that game. This week, short week for both teams. Kimmy, don't hurt yourself, because the Steelers are going to win this one. Who do you like in this game, Kimmy, and why? Oh, my God. I... I want my Patriots to win so bad. Like, I cannot remember the last time we won. But I can say, like, our defense is really good. Um, Like, it's low scoring. It's just our offense is shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's so nothing bad. There. Yeah, There's it's nothing, nothing there. Like, like, they have, uh, like, starting running back for the Patriots, Ezekiel Elliott. He's out of his prime. He was not like what he was when he was with Dallas. He's a punching bag. He is. Um, yep. And, like, I remember, like, when he f- was really good in Dallas, like, I fought for him in fantasy. And, I like, he was so good, like, giving me, like, 30 points every game. I miss that. He doesn't do that anymore. Um, do I still have him on my bench? Because I like having a Patriot on my team. But he's been riding the pine the whole time <laughs> because – I can't trust him. And then, nope. yeah. Um, and then like for like receiving, they have like Devonte Parker and I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> like, like it's, it's just not it's, enough. There's not like, there's no big names in new England anymore. Like everyone's gone. I still follow like Julian Edelman. Love him so much, but like there's no one in new England anymore. No like big flashy player. So I hate to say it, like I think I think Pittsburgh is gonna win this week in Steel Town. They're a confident group, you know. That Pittsburgh yep. team is a confident group, and mm-hmm. I don't like their chances to go farther than, you know, the first game of the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than in the regular season, just a a Thursday night game that ever, that no one really cares about except Pittsburgh fans. 
<laughs> that I'm probably riding that steel wave, you know what I mean, for Thursday yeah. night. And yeah. honestly, if it was like Trubisky with an entire week to prepare, I think it goes over the 30 and a half. But because it's short week, he's had to bunch all this together, and now he's got to bring this team out there, and he's really going to get a good look at what he's got, and he's going to yeah. realize that they don't have much on offense. So he's going to have to will this team to victory on yeah. a short week. And that's why I say under is a great bet. Um, minus six is too many to, points to lay on the Steelers. <laughs> or plus six is too many points to lay on the Patriots, knowing that they don't do anything with fluidity. I mean, no. it's a complete. It's a, it's a botched performance every time they've stepped out there, except for two mm-hmm. games they were able to come out on top somehow. Other than that, it's been a botch every time they've stepped out there. And uh, me and Kimmy are in agreement. We're going with yep. the Steelers. We're moving on to Sunday's slate of games. We have the uh, good NFC South matchup right here with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Atlanta Falcons. Must win game for both teams. We're coming in that part of the year, week 14. Must win. These are must-win games, and the Buccaneers are five and seven. Oh, that's must-win. You must win this game. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Falcons are a six and six, and uh, I'm not impressed with anything they do. I'm not impressed. I, I, I feel like the coach is a blowhard. If you know what that means, then good for you. But I mm-hmm. feel like that that's his identity, and this is all just buying time until they find a, a real quarterback, someone that fits their system. And uh, when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have the quarterback they want in Baker Mayfield. I actually believe that's the guy going forward. You'll see him again there next year. I don't think anything's going to change there because if you look at guys like Mike Evans, who's went over 1,000 yards receiving, which is the sign of a great receiver on a, in the NFL for, for a season, and he's done this continuously over his career, but done this with just anybody throwing him the football. Now he's finally got a guy that throws the football pretty well to him, so I expect Baker Mayfield to be right there in Tampa Bay. I expect Tampa Bay to come out and win this game. <clears throat> the Falcons are favored because they're at home. They're a team that seems to escape too much damage at home and ends mm-hmm. up winning. Uh, total set at 39.5, so it's, again, a low total. Um, I wouldn't mess around with the total there. I like the Buccaneers to win because I feel like the Falcons are a team that's just scraping by. And the Buccaneers are a team that against this Falcons unit Mm -hmm. has a little bit better matchup on offense. And then on the defensive side of the ball, the Buccaneers are a physical group that's going to make it tough on this Falcons offense. It's going to cause them a lot of problems and a lot of headaches for a quarterback Mm -hmm who is very inconsistent. And I think that is what I'm looking at the most this week. Who are the most inconsistent players? Because if there's a, if I'm seeing the quarterback is the most inconsistent player, definitely not riding with that team. And uh, Baker Mayfield, for all the you know pain that this guy's been through and all the criticism that he gets, even some criticism from me at times, he's still there doing his job pretty well for the situation he's in. Uh, Buccaneers on the road. Look for them to surprise this week. I, I like the Buccaneers, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? <laughs> I really just want to say ditto, but <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like basically what you just said. Um, and like, I just feel like the Bucks are hungry and like they yes. want they want that win. 
Like they want to basically take over like the NFC South. Like it's a really good divisional matchup. And as you said, like Atlanta's favorited because it's at home. You like there must must win games for both teams, but I definitely. Don't know. Like I'm they both are in the lock rooms. The players know it that the season, you know, they're gonna wish they would have won this game if it comes yeah. down to tying to get in the playoffs. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. wish they won this game. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their leader, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he is their leader, and I would even say Mike Evans is probably second in command. Oh yeah, you know, yes. and, and eventually when they get a voice on defense, I think their their fortune can change around. It won't be this mm-hmm. year, but it'll no. be like the Buccaneers can make the playoffs and and still have a record that is not that good because yep. of the NFC South, the Saints fading, um, the Panthers. I mean, we know who they are, but we're <laughs> gonna get to that. We're gonna get to all that. Yeah. Now we're lockstep on the Buccaneers. Yep. Um, like I said, the Falcons are the favorite, minus one and a half, total 39 and a half. I don't like anything there. Just the Buccaneers to win on the money line would be your best value play. Now moving to the Lions versus the Bears in the NFL. Noon kickoff still on Fox. Lions are nine and three this season. The Bears are four and eight. Um, the Bears are still a hungry team, believe it or not. Why? You know, hey, the Lions are who they are. They're a they're a good unit. They've had some uh, some bumps in the road, but the game they played, you know, against the Bears last time, is not the game I expect to happen here. I expect the line the, the Lions to dominate this game. Yeah, it's not to say that the Bears are not competitive anymore. It's just to say that this is not their year. Okay, and that's just mm-hmm. the way. Just something they're going to have to accept. And don't worry, the Lions are going to make sure they accept it. Uh, Detroit is minus three and a half favorites. The total is 43 and a half. So the lucky number there would be 44. And uh, I actually like that 44 number because I do believe the Bears will score in this game. Um, At this point, they have nothing to lose. Expect Justin Fields to sling the ball around quite a bit um, and, and have a big day passing the ball because he's used to this Lions defense, done it before. He needs a little bit, you know, more in the tank, and I expect him to do that. Now, with the Lions, they have a pretty good monster offense when they're working together. They have a good two-back system led by David Montgomery. Then they have wide receivers who can beat you across the middle, down the field, underneath, in a lot of different ways when this team gets going. The biggest problem the Lions have is Jared Goff throwing the ball away in critical moments. And that is the only way the Lions can really, truly not win a game is if they get down too much because of Jared Goff's mistakes. And if Jared Goff just doesn't make those mistakes, it's nearly impossible to beat this Lions team. So I don't expect Jared Goff to make too many mistakes against the Bears. It is in Chicago. The field's not that great. Uh, The field conditions are going to be pretty bad. But I expect both teams to come out and play a good game of football, give us that over that I'm looking for, and the Lions win that game. Kimmy, who do you think wins that game and why? Lions. Gonna go with Lions. Their mm-hmm. away record is five and one. So like they're doing better away than they are at home. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel, yes, I they feel are. very bad for the people that live in Detroit because like 
I'd be frustrated if that happened. Like my team's doing better on the road. Wow. Okay. Cool. But it's yeah. only like a minuscule. Like they're four and two at home, and they're five and one on the road. So it's very similar. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Lions this week. Um, and because I don't think, even though it's another divisional matchup, I just don't think Chicago can play with the Lions mm-hmm. that well. And they can't hang. You don't think no, they exactly. keep up? They can't keep no, up. They can't. They can't. They can get their little couple, you know, maybe two touchdowns if they're lucky, three touchdowns, and that's it. You really? Know? You're giving they, them they, three? They, yeah, I think they could against the Lions. I think the Lions are pretty beat up on defense in some in some spots that they could take advantage of. It's just yeah. a matter of if they take advantage of it. Fields is look, no matter what you think about Justin Fields, he's out there giving it his all. And I have to respect that. I don't see him packing it in. Yeah. Like like some other quarterbacks do. I don't see him packing it in. I don't see him wanting to take a sack. I don't see him wanting to give up on a play. I see the guy play, and when I see that, usually guys around him rally. They still have DJ Moore, who can really explode. And when they let Fields throw the ball like he wants to, he's shown them signs of brilliance. But -hmm. it seems like they bunch him up with a lot of kind of bad play calling that kind of defeats who he is in his identity. And it makes them look a lot worse than they are. Because yeah. of the play calling. I think that's their biggest problem. So mm-hmm. I do expect the Lions to win this game comfortably. Yes. But I do think the Bears are, are a team that can score at home and put up some points and make that total go over 43 and a half. Uh, but the Lions win, and they're not going to sweat that bad. I think Next you're being game, generous. I'm being very generous this week with the Bears because are? they are still a 4-8 and eight team. So mathematically, they feel like they could still compete. You know what I mean? True. Now yeah. we all know that we all know that that's just playing around with the calculator. But for them, they have a belief, and when a team has a belief, that's why they play the games. I think mm-hmm. in this next game, there's a lot of believing on both sides. So let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts versus Cincinnati Bengals, since we both agree the Lions will beat the Bears. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts are seven and five. The Bengals are six and six. Must win game for both teams. Don't be confused by the Colts record. Uh, the Bengals are the underdog, one point underdog here. And the total is set at 43 and a half. So again, 44 is a lucky number. In this game, I actually think it's easier to get to that number because I think both of these offenses pack more of a punch. Uh, the Bengals got T. Higgins back. Uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins in there is a deadly combo. They just showed you that even with a backup quarterback. Um, I still think the Bengals are a team that can beat teams, you know, but they're playing against a Colts team that, again, this is my whole ideology behind football is believing, believing in the system, believing in your teammates. And I'm starting to get that vibe from the Colts. The thing I don't like about the Colts is their defense late in games worrisome. But the Bengals' defense worries me so much more, just so much more. And even at home, a 3-3 three and three team is just not a comfortable pick. So when I look at the Colts, who are a lot like the Lions on the road, 5-1, and one, uh, Minshew Mania showed he was back last week by beating Tennessee 
I can't in good faith go against the Colts this week. I'm going to have to ride with the Colts this week because I have been building them up because I have been supporting them behind them and uh, watching them go from a not-so-good team to a pretty dang good team and dealing with the controversies and the troubles they've had. And I think that the Colts are a team that ultimately wants to be better than the record shows. Seven and five is not bad, but they want to be a lot better than that. And they can get there, but it takes a game like this to beat a hungry team like the Bengals that's six and six. And that needs this game badly to stay Mm -hmm. in contention. So give me the Colts in this game because on the road, they're not going to take their foot off the gas. They were just in Tennessee, played it down to the wire. Give them a week. They're in Cincinnati. I expect this to go down to the wire, and I do think the Colts pull that out in the jungle. Kimmy, who do you like and why? Well, what I do have like massive respect for is, like for example, like Joe Burrow. He he's on IR right now, and but he's still. He's still down on the field. He's in an arm sling. He still wears mm-hmm. a headset. Yep. He still has his tablet. Like yep. he's like he's very much a leader of that team. He is the leader of the team, even and, on the sideline. Exactly. And like basically this guy, like who who do they have? Uh Brownie? Yeah. So Funny. and ironically enough, I picked him up because my on fantasy i had trevor lawrence and now he like i've gone through three fucking quarterbacks this year it's tough year for a quarterback it's so bad like i've gone through joe burrow i've gone through richardson then now i've gone through trevor lawrence and so i picked up browning and i was like you know what i have i don't know i have like massive respect for that because browning has burrow in his ear and was like okay, we can do this. And like other quarterbacks plays and seeing where exactly and giving them weak, it, weaknesses and, and exploiting that. Yeah. Joe exactly. Burrow's great about that. He's, yeah. He wants, to, he wants his team to win. Mm-hmm. He knows he can compete down the stretch and, and finish very strong. And it's big for the confidence of these guys in the locker yeah. room to, to finish strong this year. Exactly. So, yeah, I agree with what you're and, saying. Like there's other like other quarterbacks like such as like Deshaun Watson, who plays for the Browns and he's mm-hmm. on IR right now. And where was he last like last week? He was up in a suite. That's where yep. he was. He wasn't on the field or nope. anything. He was checked out. He was he's only there for a paycheck. Whereas he's like there for a paycheck, he's in the Lamborghini jacket and he doesn't care if he ever plays again because he's rich. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So like no, got it made. He doesn't care if he ever plays football again. If he yeah. cared if he ever played football again, he'd be down there with his teammates. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, like, who'd you say? Did you say Colts this week? I said Colts this week. Oh, really? You know what? I have a feeling, like, we are, like, Bengals are at home. Yeah, like, Joe Burrow's hurt. But Not I'm going to go. Three and three at home. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, they, but the thing is, you got to remember, like, they had such a rocky start. At the beginning of the year. Um, so yep. I don't know why, but I'm going to go with the zoo this year. And I'm going to go with the Bengals. Now, I remember you saying that you weren't impressed with what was going on in the jungle. So what's kind of changed now for you? 
just, just so I can mass- pick a little bit. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, just with like the massive respect and everything that like Joe Burrow is still like involved with his team, and it's like yeah, beginning of the year I wasn't impressed because I was like, you came off like such a really good season last year, and then this happened and but they've gotten better um you are correct like i didn't like them in the past but for the matchup against the colts like and they're at home in cincinnati so i don't know like i have a feeling like the Bengals are going to come out on top this week awesome okay so we're splitting hairs there i'm gonna go colts you're gonna Bengals, yep, and we're gonna let it ride and let the audience enjoy picking exactly. amongst themselves. Now, uh, I'm gonna pick it up here because I know we're what 23 minutes in, and uh, we're good. Okay, so we're, we're making good. good time. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Cleveland Browns. Again, we were just talking about Deshaun Watson who played for the Browns. Now they got Joe Flacco in there. Came in there, looked great. Uh, they didn't win, but he looked great. And uh, I came right off the couch ready to play. So, I mean, it was just one of those things. You know, some guys have it, some guys don't. You know, he has it. That's why he's a Super Bowl winner. Jaguars are 8-4 and four still. Browns are 7-5. and five. And you got a really interesting matchup here because I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is really going to play. Uh, based on what he looked like at the end of that game, I would say no. I would say he's not going to play this week. And I would say if he even could play, it's a good idea to just sit him. You have a winning record. You guys are in the playoff hunt. And you're, you know, you're a very strong team. Just let your quarterback get his leg right before you rush him back out there. Would be my advice. Browns are minus three favorites because of what I just said. Because they don't believe Lawrence is going to play. That's why the Browns are favorited. Now, the total set at 30 and a half. I actually believe that's going to go over, believe it or not. Now, let me explain. It'll be C.J. Bathard at quarterback for the Jaguars if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play. I'm very uh, acclimated with him. He is a very good quarterback, but he's not a great starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay, He's a great backup quarterback, meaning when something like this happens, it's good to have a guy like that. So you don't end up in a Zach Wilson scenario, okay? C.J. Bethard is a pocket-passing quarterback. He wants to be in the pocket. He wants to find open guys and hit his target and move down the field. Jaguars still have all the same weapons. Calvin Ridley, Adney Jr. coming on the wheel route, coming uh, – he can line up in, in uh, a slot, and he can go and catch passes too. So for the Jaguars, you don't have the same – intangibles with Trevor Lawrence where he could boom run out of the pocket there's nothing there now you got a first down three three new chances you know so they don't have that but what they do have is CJ Bathard who can dissect the defense if they give him time the problem is the Cleveland Browns defense is pretty good and yes they've had some a couple couple last three games where they let it get away from them. Now, is that because of everything happening on offense and the getting accustomed and acclimated with the new offense so that the defense is out there more and it's just not working out? Or is it just the fact that the defense is taking plays off? It's so many things that it's really hard to nail down one thing. One thing I do know is that if the Jaguars believe they could just walk into Cleveland and walk this Browns team down without Trevor Lawrence, 
they have another thing coming because I do believe that the Browns with Joe Flacco at home, with a full week of preparation for the Jaguars defense, which is pretty good. Let's not be confused. The Jaguars defense is pretty freaking good. And the Browns defense is pretty freaking good. So I do believe it gets over 30 and a half. I just feel like that's too low for the talent on offense, but Give me the Browns to win because they're very different when they're at home opposed on the road. I don't like the Browns on the road this year, but the Jaguars haven't lost on the road this year. One, you know, one time I basically expected them to lose on the road and they snuck it out and won it. Mm-hmm. But every time I've been pretty comfortable with them winning on the road. This is the time I'm not so comfortable because the guy that's leading the offense isn't there in Trevor Lawrence. And, yes, he could be in that Joe Burrow scenario helping CJ out, helping him call different things and different strategies. But I feel like the Browns at home can grind out a win, and they will grind one out against the Jaguars. Um, But this Jaguars team should not be underestimated at any time because they are really good. And Trevor Lawrence is kind of the piece to the puzzle that completes the puzzle. So when you take that piece that holds the puzzle together out right in the middle, you don't get a clear picture anymore. So I don't have a clear picture for the Jaguars. I don't really have a clear picture for the Browns, but what I am seeing out of them and being at home, I'm going to ride that wave this week, and I'm taking the Browns at home. Kimmy, who do you think wins this game and why? Yeah. Um, so one thing you didn't mention is CJ Bethard is he was limited at pocket at practice today. Mm-hmm. So it's legit possible if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play. And then for some odd reason, CJ Bethard is still having shoulder issues. Canadian Nathan Rourke who they just brought up from the practice squad. Um, and they he used to play for the BC Lions, will be playing his first NFL game. So possible. I would I would count on CJ possible. playing. I know, I know. I'm just saying because like if limited he's still is okay because limited means he still practiced. Exactly. But One, I'm just saying participant by Thursday. So by yeah. tomorrow's he needs to be a full participant because if not it gets a little bit cloudy, but limited is usually limited is good because that usually means a guy's getting ready to play. Well, exactly. I was just saying, I like it's good to know who's limited. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to know well, for people out yeah. there that need that info. Well, it's just like I was like, who's behind? Like, who's third on the who's list? Who's the third? Screener, and right? I was like, oh, I did. I totally forgot Nathan Rourke got mm-hmm. signed to the Jaguars. Um, but you are correct. Like, I'm going to go with the Browns this week. I like, yeah, the Jags have some pretty good, like offensive weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the keys to like the cog in the system is Trevor Lawrence. And it's not the same as Joe Burrow. Like it's. You can't replace Joe Burrow. <laughs> like right. it's so like I'm just gonna go with 
I think it's going to be a safe bet this week to go with the Browns. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a tough game because I don't think the Browns are a team that's going to come out and be super yeah. stellar all of no. a sudden because they got Joe yeah. Flacco. But I do feel like Joe Flacco is a, a good fit for the team, and yes, there's he he showed that he still has it. So as mm-hmm. long as he's showing that potential, and the Jaguars have C.J. Bethard and maybe not even him. Uh, it's just too much to go with the yep. Jaguars this week on the road, dealing with all the problems they're dealing with. Then you're exactly. talking about probably rain on the field. Wonderful. So that, that that even makes the the plays the play calling sheet shorter. You know, so yep. I would expect this game to get out of hand. I'm talking defensive scoring some points too. You know, like this isn't going to be a clean no. game. I expect this to get pretty dirty. Yep. Next up, Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. And you couldn't ask for a better matchup if you're the Carolina Panthers. Like, here's a division opponent. They're, they're hurting. Everything with this team is hurting with the Saints. They got guys playing on bad legs. They got quarterback can't stay healthy. It just nothing going right for the Saints. They got a running back. He isn't. I mean, Kamara, where are you? New Orleans minus five on the spread favorites total set at 37 and a half. I'm it's, it's Kimmy. It's hard to believe Derek Carr is going to play, right? <laughs> kind of hard yeah. to believe you're going to see him out there. Um, so you get Jameis Winston and again with Jameis Winston, it's a lot of just unpredictability, you know, being in New Orleans, it's a better situation for them than being in Carolina, even though there's probably not many fans there. Um, I would say that the Panthers have not won a road game. Uh, I don't believe Bryce Young is going to be a quarterback for the Panthers next year. I don't see that happening. I mean, if they keep him, it's not, it's not good. So, mm-hmm. One and eleven, and the Saints five and seven. Now they could. I, I mean, part of me does believe they'll stick with them and just say, "Hey, it was a bad year. We didn't have anybody. We fired our coach. I mean, everything went wrong. We're not going to blame you." And then they could go about it that way. But I still feel like they're just walking into the same scenario with a different coach and different players. Like they're just walking into that same scenario if they keep him at quarterback. They need a different guy. Panthers one and eleven. Kimmy, they're going to go to 1-12. They they won't win this game. Even the Saints with Jameis Winston, unpredictability. They still have enough. They still have enough to beat this Panthers team at home in the Superdome. I like the Saints, and I think they roll. I do think they roll. I think it's one of those games that gets everybody in New Orleans inspired, and then they remember, oh, wait, we just beat a 1-11 and 11 team. you know. <laughs> but I do think it's an inspiring win for the Saints because they need to win bad. And I think this is an opportunity for them to get that win. Uh, I think it's a clear, clear decision. Saints win minus five on the spread. Total set at 37 and a half. Kimmy, who do you like to win this game and why? I don't even think this game should even play, but it is what it, it is. Like it is what it is. And like, you still will have your, like, your home crowd and everything like in the Superdome, but it's 
one terrible team versus another terrible team. And I can say that because my team is absolute dog shit this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like we should have our own. Like there's the Super Bowl and then there should be like the stupid bowl of like the lowest teams have to play. <laughs> like, <I'm told. laughs> like and I would put the Panthers in there. I would put the Saints in it. Patriots, like it's sad. For this game, who do you uh who are you liking in this game? I know. Um oh, put a gun to my head. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Saints win the game. We're moving on. Houston Texans versus New York Jets. The Texans are seven and five. The Jets are four and eight. Noon kickoff. Texans are minus three and a half favorites on the spread. Total 32 and a half. Games in New York or New Jersey. It should it should be New York. It's New Jersey. East Rutherford. Um, <laughs> Jets have won two games here, lost five games here. Doesn't seem like anything's going right for them. Seems like a big culture problem and a culture shock for this team. I think the Texans come in even minus Tank Dell. I think they roll in this game. I don't think it's a big problem for the Texans to go into East Rutherford and get a win. I think they go out and look stylish. They look very good. Um, They still have, you know, C.J. Stroud, who I believe is the MVP. You're talking about a guy who's got over 3,500 passing yards, 20 touchdown to five interception ratio, and he's a rookie. It's not even a question to me if this guy's the MVP. He's the outright MVP. Stop playing around, people. This is the guy. And he's going to go take the Texans to a big win against the Jets, who their defense, like I've talked about before, they're kind of packing it in. They're not that team that we all think they are. And I think that this is a game that you see that again with the speed of the Texans just annihilating this Jets team and just cause this game to spiral out of control. The total is set at 32 and a half. Uh, Houston is minus three and a half favorites, like I said, but I do believe the total goes over. I believe after that, you're looking at the Texans in a situation where they uh, probably, I would say, win by two to three touchdowns easily. I mean, easily. That's if they find some way to rest some of their starters you're getting that point of the season where guys need a little bit of rest because they know they're going to the playoffs and texans are one of those teams so i do think they're going to run up a check on the jets and and rest some guys um kimmy who do you think wins texas jets and why you know my feeling about the jets (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) that's my feeling um it's there should only be one team in new york and it's going to be the giants and Um, but for the game at the stadium that looks like an air conditioner, I'm going to say the Houston Texans. Houston Texans get that one. We're moving on. Los Angeles Rams versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Rams played inspired football. Baltimore Ravens are that team. Don't be confused. Nine and three Baltimore Ravens and the Rams are six and six. Rams are a three and three road team. Don't look like they play well anywhere cold. And this game might not be that cold, but the point is anywhere they go, that's not Los Angeles. They don't look good. And uh, I'm telling you right now, looking at this game for face value, I really like the Ravens to win this game. The total set at 40 and a half. 
I think that goes over, actually. Um, the Ravens' defense is not talked about much, um, and a lot of that is because they're just not shutting anybody out. And they get a good opportunity this week with Cooper Cup, who really got banged up. Puka Nakua is playing every game banged up with a backfield for the Rams that I just don't – I don't believe in their backfield. And then they have uh, the quarterback situation where Stafford's been so banged up, they brought in people behind him to play. It hasn't looked good either. And then, you know, Stafford now, uh, Kimmy, he should be ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, I should We should see Stafford out there against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, what does that do for the Rams? Like, I think it helps their team's confidence, most definitely, being on the road and having a, a Super Bowl quarterback like Matt Stafford back there. I think that helps. Yeah. I think, you know, he's looking to link up with Puka Nakua. Um, but I feel like the options get slimmer and slimmer on the road for the Rams than they do for Baltimore, who's at home. And we know Baltimore's yeah. playing with Mark Andrews. Um, but they've looked like they haven't missed a step. And like Lamar Jackson said, other guys will step up, and they have. So I like Baltimore to win this game comfortably, minus seven favorites. And uh, like I said, the total goes over 40 and a half. Um, Kimmy, who do you like to win that game and why? Well, I every single time the Reigns play at home, I like I love MNT Bank Stadium. It's mm-hmm. a great time. I always say like the crowd is electric. Yes, they um, are. Baltimore loves it. Well, exactly. And you like you are correct. Like LA is extremely banged up. Cooper Cup is like literally broken. Um like Nakua is like literally sad situation. Oh, it's so bad. Like good, like good wide receivers are like literally like hard to find. And he he's a workhorse, but the thing is, like he Cooper Cup is broken. Nakua is dealing with rib issues. Do I want him to do well this week? Yes, because I have him on my starting lineup, but he's dealing with rib issues that made him go out of the game and come back in twice on the weekend. Um and Baltimore just seems that they have everything's clicking for them. Yep. And it's I it's gonna be a good game. Like it's not gonna be really big. It's gonna be a good game, but I'm gonna go with the Ravens this week at home. Okay. Nice. All right, good, good pick. I like your pick there. Um we're we're in agreement. Uh mm-hmm. coming into the three o'clock kickoff games and these games uh will take us then to Sunday night and then Monday night. And we're close. We may be able to do this episode in an hour. We're going to try. I think we'll run <laughs> a little bit over, though. But uh, let's do Vikings versus Raiders. So the Minnesota Vikings are in Vegas to play the Raiders. And it's a 3.05 p.m. game. Um, you're looking at this Vikings team, a 6-6 six and six team, 4-2 on the road against the Raiders, 5-7, and 4-2 at home. Minnesota minus three favorites. Total set at 40 and a half. I'm going to say this right now. Kami, I don't know if you heard the news. There was a, unfortunately, I talked about it on my show earlier today. There was a shooting in Vegas at the, no. college, at the university. In Shit. Vegas, University of Las Vegas said there was a shooting, shooting there. And uh, the person was killed. He took some lives with him. It was a terrible scene. There's no way the Raiders don't win this game. 
this is for Vegas. This mm-hmm. is for Vegas. They're going to come out there, hearts on their sleeve. They may not start right, but they're going to finish this game. They're going to win this game for Vegas. And the Vikings, they've showed their true colors, right? They've showed the purple. They showed us their purple. We know they're. We know who they are, and uh, they. It seems like that coach for the Vikings is part of the problem. And you may say, "What do you mean?" Well, one week you're hugging Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Next week you're hugging all of. Thank you, man. Oh, thank you. Now. You're ready to almost bench the guy for one bad game. I don't like phony people. That's phony. You ride with that guy or you don't be hugging all over him like that. Give me the Raiders. This is a down and dirty franchise and they're playing against the Vikings who don't have it. They don't have it. I'm I like the Raiders in this game way too much pain and heartache and that's all you're going to hear about this game at three o'clock you know it's all you're going to hear i guarantee it about that shooting at unlv rest, you know rest in peace to the the people who were innocently killed for no reason kimmy who do you like to win this game and why so the spread like it shows minnesota's the favorite yes minnesota minus three but you're That's going, true. but you're going with Vegas because of what happened today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anytime that happens, my mentality immediately will shift and support that team. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because they're playing for for, you know, something bigger than themselves. Now they yep. got just. I don't want to say they got what they needed. I don't want to say that. But I want to say no. this came at a time when a, a hungry football team. Is, can can become hungrier, yeah. And this is something they're all going to be talking about amongst themselves, yeah. and they're all there in Vegas. You know, it's not like they're on the road. They're not. They were there today. They're going to be there tomorrow. All, every day up until three o'clock kickoff, and the Vikings are coming to town, knowing that happened. There's no way they're not going to know. So especially with social media and everything. Yeah, I, I, okay. I say I blindly take the Raiders this week to win. Absolutely. Okay. okay. I'll agree with you. With every, all the drama and everything that's yeah. happening in too Minnesota. Much, like Too much emotion uh, for them to hold it together, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. Uh, Raiders are going to win this week. Is it going to be a close game? Probably. Probably. But- Probably. Like I said, I don't think the Raiders will. I think I think it's going to be a lot of nerves for both teams. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate circumstances. Um, no, it's so definitely understandable. I expect the Raiders to put on a show. This is a losing franchise, but the Vikings are a 500 franchise. And look, the Raiders play pretty good home football. I mean, they're mm-hmm. on a field where they play pretty good. The Vikings are good on the road, but these last couple games... Well, I don't know about the Vikings, man. That team seems like they're not on the same page. I don't like that. Now, we know who the Raiders are. We know who the Raiders are. But their quarterback, that O'Connell kid, I'm not against him. They don't even have his picture on, like, score. It just says (laughs) AM. It's like, (laughs) maybe that's good right now. Maybe that's good right now. 
Like, yeah. Next. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. And the Seahawks are 6-6. Six and six. The 49ers are 9-3. and three. The spread is minus 10.5 for the 49ers. The total's at 46.5. And, and there's a lot of questions around the Seahawks team. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't beat uh the Cowboys had opportunities. You know, they they had chances, just couldn't do it. But they played great. Played a great game. Um but their defense just doesn't stop anybody. Yeah. And I I don't feel like if you if you can't stop the Cowboys, well you can't stop the Niners and the Niners are at home. Mm-hmm. So they're not playing in your building. So I feel like these games for the Seahawks kind of ran together and they kind of got a bad bump in the road. Yeah. And I think 10 and a half is a little bit much for the 49ers. Like I would take 10 and a half on the Seahawks to keep it within that. And uh, the total at 46 and a half, that seems right. I wouldn't try to test that either way. But what I would do is take 10 and a half on the Seahawks to cover the spread. But the Niners do win. But I do think that the Seahawks are in a position where they just played a bit, a really good game. And if they take that with them, that we lost but we played good, that they could play against the 49ers good. They're still in the hunt. And you have to remember that the 49ers just went on the road and beat the Eagles. That is an emotional win. And mm-hmm. when teams have a big emotional win like that, the letdown is the next week. So we'll see if there's a big letdown. I think it's just more of they don't score as much as they scored against the Eagles. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I do expect the 49ers to beat another bird team in the Seahawks this week. And uh, I think Brock Purdy looks great. You know, this guy's been on fire. Is he the MVP? No, he's not. And let me tell you why he's not the MVP. He's not the MVP because when Debo Samuel's not there, he looks amateur, but when he has Debo Samuel in there, he's that look the MVP. You know what I'm saying? So it's like no, no, no. He's not the MVP. Nope. CJ Stroud's the MVP. Doing it with with guys you rookies and guys you've never heard of. Everybody yeah. on the 49ers team, we know. There ain't no one on the team we don't know. So mm-hmm. it's like no, you're doing it with a bunch of all stars, and CJ Stroud's doing it with a bunch of rookies and leftovers. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Now. I mean, it's like compare. You can't compare that. That's not fair. No. So, I look at this 49ers team, and I see them for what they are. They're a team that you know will come out. They'll play good. Then the Seahawks will keep it close, but they can't. They just don't have it in them to beat this 49ers team right now. I mm-hmm. don't see that happening, uh, especially running the football is their biggest question marks. Uh, 49ers win, in my opinion, Kimmy. Yep. Who wins in your opinion? I know I said last week, and I'm very embarrassed for saying that, but I totally thought the Eagles were going to win last week against San Fran. Boy, was There's I wrong. wrong with that <laughs> because, I mean, they were the home team. <laughs> Everybody's um, up to be a powerhouse. They came yeah. out. They didn't feel like the powerhouse that they were built up to be. That's all yeah. it was. Yeah, that's all it is. But I'm going to go, like – the Niners on fire. Like everything's just like working with them. So I'm going to go with the Niners this week. Definitely at home. Uh, I can't, I can't trust the Seahawks to actually beat them um, because 
there's a lot of shit happening with Pete Carroll and his team, and he needs to sort that out, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> so, yes. um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, Geno Smith and everything, but I'm going to go with the Niners this week. Brock Purdy all the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think DK Metcalf can rip off a big touchdown. Oh, yeah. I still think that Tyler Lockett in the mix and, uh, and um, Sh- uh, Schuster. Or no, yep. Injua, Injua, who they got mm-hmm. uh, going. He that looked good, and and it was good to see the rookie get going. Couple tight ends they got that make some noise. Mm-hmm. So I still feel like the Seahawks are a team that could surprise the 49ers and and score points. But I don't feel like they're going to surprise the Niners and beat the Niners in San Francisco. I don't see that happening. So we're locked up there. Next game, three twenty-five kickoff is the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo Woo! Bills six and six. Kansas City Chiefs are eight and four. Kansas City, they got that guy running the ball, Pacheo, who's a monster. And let me tell you something. He looked like he was going to suffer a serious injury and instead almost won the Chiefs the game. Kansas City mm-hmm. minus one and a half. Total set at 48 and a half. And this Bills team is very, very dysfunctional. They're a 500 team. They are one and four on the road. Kansas City in Arrowhead Stadium is so hard to beat. They're so hard to beat there. Like the first game of the year is the only time and maybe a, a rare week where they just didn't prepare well enough for the team. But this yeah. is a game they want badly. This is a game that you have all your stars that you need in. We know your defense a little bit banged up. We know that your offense isn't the same offense as in recent years, but it's good enough to beat Buffalo in their shape that they're in. Their defense is giving it up. Buffalo yeah. looks really good on defense when they're at home. As soon as they go on the road, they fall apart. Um, they have their offense. I don't see Josh Allen playing a great game here. As a matter of fact, I think he throws another two interceptions. I think that he he struggles tremendously, and I do think the Chiefs cover the spread minus one and a half, no problem. Total 48 and a half. Chiefs win that game. Kimmy, Mm -hmm. who wins that game and why? I'm excited. Like, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I love... Well, like I love Arrowhead, never been, but like I want to, like I want to go there because apparently it's just like a rocking house, um, and I'm not saying that because I really like Taylor Swift, but like she's also going to be there too. So I like Taylor um, Swift. I got nothing yeah, against Taylor. That's good. There are some people that don't like her. Um, I like her. Yeah, I question people's, but it's. Like I like you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Pacheco. Yep. Like, yeah. Like Kansas City is like a really they have a really strong defense. You have good offensive line. Yeah, like you. Yep. It just everything goes, and like they are a playoff team. They're playing. Yep. They're going to be playing playoff football. Like it starts now. Like it's. I know the season doesn't end till January, but. Playoff football starts now. The San yes, Francisco like, like Niners are already doing it. Eagles are going to start doing it. Baltimore Ravens are going to start doing it. Um, so, like, Kansas City, like, they have won Super Bowls. They 
want to be the next dynasty. Um, will they? Only time will tell. But I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs this week at home. Like there, there's no question about it. I like your pick. I think it's a good pick. I think that people are taking the bills this week. Need to look at how they play on the road. It's not mm-hmm. promising. If they played good on the road, it's a, it's maybe a good week to take the bills, but they're not yeah. a good road team. So, I mean, how no. do I take a, a team that's not good on the road? Well, against they, a team who's pissed off and the chiefs just flew back from green Bay with a fat loss pissed yeah. off. And now they're waiting for the bills to come in there to, you know, rough them up. Oh no, yeah. I'm with you. We it's Chiefs week, you know. Like, it is. It's the Chiefs week. Yeah. For sure. Next game. Uh Denver Broncos versus the Los Angeles Chargers. This is at 325 p.m. Chargers are minus three favorites. Total at 43 and a half. Wow, what a game. What a game. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't I don't like when the Broncos leave their home field because then they kind of just don't look too good. No. Like a couple times they like they've looked better recently than they did earlier in the year when they were leaving home. So yeah. that's good. But then you look at the Chargers and you're like Justin Herbert is is to me is still not the problem. The problem is they just don't have talent. They don't run the ball well. Eckler's been a no show. Uh Keenan Allen with the drops. And then when they, like I said, they lost Mike Williams, that was their season. It's the same thing in San Francisco with Debo Samuel. If they didn't have him, they're not the same team. So Mm -hmm. certain players complete the team. You know what I mean? And that's exactly how this Chargers team was built. Now, without Mike Williams, you know, they've been just a struggle team. And they show it every game. Struggle, struggle, struggle. And let me tell you about the Broncos defense. They can't wait for you to struggle so they can take advantage of you. Then they have still have Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Williams running the and Williams is running the football efficiently. Mm-hmm. And he can bust a big one against the Chargers defense who's banged up beyond belief, missing some star players. Yeah, I don't like this Chargers team. I'm going with the Broncos this week to win. I love for, you know, betting purposes, I think plus three on the Broncos is is a freebie. So in my mind, it's a freebie because I do think Russell Wilson has put together a good season on a team that is not as good as people, you know, were hoping they would be. And I still mm-hmm. think he's put together a good year, uh, believe it or not. And I think that he can still finish the year and get the Broncos to the playoffs. But he needs to win this game. If you don't win this one, it's something, something, the, the pieces begin to fall apart. Mm-hmm. But if you win this one, the pieces start to come together. Mm-hmm. So for the Broncos, they want those pieces to start to come together. They got the talent. They're in a situation away from home where they're going to be relying on each other pretty heavily in this game. In Los Angeles, a beautiful day for football. Give me the Broncos. Give me, who do you like to win that game and why? Well, looking at like the terrible time like LA had last week, again, <laughs> like it was so sad. Um, but basically, yeah, like for up against a similar defense too. I you know. know they're running into a defense that's maybe yep. even a little bit better. A little bit, yeah. But I'm Slightly like, better. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Denver Broncos this week and like let's ride. 
So yeah, I think the Broncos ride that one out. They can grind mm-hmm. out a win there against the Chargers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sunday night football, that is a good one. I'm surprised that's not Monday night football. I mean, they botched Monday night football, but that's okay. I know they did. They really did, but that's okay. (laughs) Sunday night football, Eagles versus Cowboys is a really good game, and that's the Eagles 10-2 and Eagles, and the Cowboys 9-3. and Whoever wins this is actually – well, you have to look because if the Cowboys won, then they would be first in the NFC East. But they mm-hmm. would have the same record as the Eagles, and they split the tiebreaker. So then they go to the next thing that decides who's first, and I think that's uh, home. I think they look at home wins. Yeah. So I believe if they look at that, that would be Dallas. So Dallas would be number one in the division if they win. But I feel like the Cowboys have not played enough tough teams. And I know it's hard to say, but I mean, this is a team I don't feel like they've played to the level that they're at. I feel like they've played beneath their level. And I understand they're playing the games that they're given. I understand that. But that doesn't change the fact that they haven't played very tough teams. And the Eagles have. The Eagles have continually played tough teams. They played the Chiefs, play the freaking Bills. Play the freaking 49ers and the Cowboys out there playing against Arizona and freaking Rams. And it's like, you guys aren't playing anybody. Well, they're, you got to keep in mind, they're like, their toughest game was against San Fran and that was mid October. So we're talking like two months ago. They yeah. actually played like an actual tough team. Like what, like what they played the Patriots, they played. Um, they played obviously they've played the commanders, they're in the same division. Jeez, but like, just like it's just like basically, yeah, it's been like a cakewalk. So obviously, like Dallas is having a good year because like you played the cards, you played like it just like you played the Seahawks, like Seahawks was like a little bit more in, like a little bit more hard, but like home games against all easy teams, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they lost. Three? <laughs> like, why? Well, like, at home. Don't defeat it at home. But that's yeah. of the way the schedule was set up. And it got yeah. them to that point. But I do believe that this week, I'm actually going to go with the Eagles. And let me tell Ooh. you, I think it helped them that they lost that game. I think that put a fire in this team that let them know, you're not the creme de la creme. Yeah. You need work to get to that point. And I think they needed that loss. I think they did. That's so, why 49ers, because I knew that the 49ers not were a better <laughs> team in that circumstance, but I felt like the Eagles even themselves knew they needed to be humbled. And it was better to be humbled by the 49ers than by the Cowboys. Eagles beat the Cowboys <laughs> once this year, and it was a game They'll that was again. in Philadelphia. It was a really good game. But now you're talking about this is in Dallas. It's a better field. World. Yeah. In Jerry's world, but it's a better field than the Eagles Lincoln field. And that's not anything against the Eagles field. It's just a better, better. Well, the thing is, like, Eagles field, yeah, like, Eagles, it's it's outside. Like, Lincoln Mm. Financial Field is outside. They have no roof. Outside, no Um, roof. In here in Dallas, roof, nice. And it's going to be very loud. It's going to be a lot of Eagles fans. It's going to be a lot of Eagles fans. They travel well. Yep. But I just don't see the Cowboys. They have to win this one to show me that they're – 
able to beat tough teams. Yep. Because right yep. now I don't believe they can beat anybody tough. No. I believe they're a team nope. that can beat scrubs. Yep. But I'm like have favorites because they are the home team with a good home record. Everything's adding up. Um, mm-hmm. And then you look at the total 51 and a half. But let me tell you the Cowboys weak spot. Are you ready? Yep. Running the football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the number one rusher in this game is the Eagles rusher, Swift. I do not know yep. if he will play, though. I do not know if he will play. Uh-huh. But the, the reason he was is because he banged up at the end of that game. Shit. But I don't know if he's going to come in to play this. It won't matter. Because the no. Cowboys don't run the ball good enough to beat the Eagles. Nope. Nope. They don't run the ball well enough to beat these Eagles. If they ran the ball better, they could, but they won't. Because they have Pollard, who is a good running back, not a great running back. They need a great running back to beat the Eagles. They can't beat the Eagles mm-hmm. without a running back. And Ezekiel Elliott was not that guy. He was past his prime, like you said. You know, he wasn't the guy. They have to find that guy. Yeah. So until they do, when it comes to games like that, I'm going with the other team, and I'm going with the Eagles. Um, Kimmy, you like the Eagles in that game? I do. I I do. Like before I, I move on, I'm just really excited for the Eagles to give Dallas their first loss at home. They need to be humbled. Like uh, they need to be really humble bad. too. It's one. It's like a flip. It's like a flip from last week. Exactly. Like, yeah, like last week, Eagles needed to be humbled. This week, they're pissed off on the road. All they're thinking about is that loss they took on the chin. Now they're coming into Dallas with a little bit of fire under their ass, and they're going to come out and play good football, and that's what you're going to get. So Mm -hmm. I do expect that. And then they're not worried about a letdown in front of their home fans. So I think that helps the Eagles too. And Mm -hmm. I think the Cowboys need to be on their best, their A game, if they're going to compete with the Eagles. Sure. So next up, Monday Night Football 2. It's a doubleheader. I know. I was shocked. I was like – what? It got screwed up because the NFL doesn't know how to make proper schedules. So <laughs> the Tennessee yeah. Titans are playing the Miami Dolphins, and Tennessee Titans are four and eight team, and now they're starting to dwindle, starting to fade yeah. away. We could stop. We could start forgetting about them. And the Dolphins are nine <laughs> and three, a five and zero oh home team. Titans have not won one game on the road. They will not win against the Dolphins in the Dolphins' house. It's no. going to be a great weather game. I mean, you're talking about 75 degrees at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens. Yeah. The Dolphins are minus 13 favorites. That's two touchdown favorites just about. And the mm-hmm. total is set at 46 and a half. I do think the Dolphins cover that total um, with mostly them. And I do think it goes <laughs> over 46 and a half, but I do think that's mostly Dolphins. Like 42 of their points is that. And then the Titans have the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that they cover the spread as well, minus 13 Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I do believe they cover that. I don't see the Titans keeping up. No. There's this, There's already dysfunction amongst their team. Uh, Hopkins doesn't like the quarterback. You can tell it in his voice. He's not liking uh, Will Levi's. He's not digging it. And uh, that loss against the Colts solidified it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If they win that game, you walk away from that saying, hey, it made us better. Losing yeah. that game, they walk away from that saying, no, we're bad. We're a bad team. We're a bad mm-hmm. team. And that's how they're feeling right now. They're a bad team, hasn't, haven't won a road game. Expect them to play a good first quarter, but then they will fade away and show us who they truly are. A bad mm-hmm. football team. Kimmy, who do you like to win in the Dolphins, Titans, and why? <laughs> um, same as San Fran, same as Eagles. Dolphins are playing playoff hockey. 
No. Oh my god. Football, not hockey. Football. I like how you said that though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still like how you said it. <laughs> like playoff football. Um, it's like they're just having a good time, and like I don't know if he saw him, like the, during the game and also like on social media, but like their touchdown rituals are like so fun to watch. Like they did a roller coaster last week, and they got a like, few worked up for this they, one. Believe. Yeah. So and they they even said themselves they're like we've been working on some new stuff, and we're like yeah. okay, let's see and. It's Monday night. Everyone's going to be watching. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to go fins up, dolphins at home. They're definitely going to like score more than 13 over. Like, it's going to, they're going to at well, least. Basically, have what this. it means is that the, at the end of the game, that means that subtract. A difference. Yeah. No, I know. Dolphins. And then if they yeah. have more than the Titans, you cover the spread, you win the bet. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna cover the 13 in my opinion. I think they win yep. pretty pretty handsomely here. Mm-hmm. Of like 21 to 28 points, a couple couple good scores in front of the Titans. Yep. I don't think the Titans are gonna muster up much offense on no. the road. And they know they're defeated seasons in the tubes. So now I yep. don't expect much out of them. Um, but I like how you you framed it and everything. That's good. We'll talk about the <laughs> last play game. Hockey. A little playoff hockey for you, right? Uh, you Tom Canadian. You're funny. Green Bay Packers <laughs> versus the New York Giants. And the Green Bay Packers are 6-6. Six and six. The New York Giants are 4-8. and eight. The Green Bay Packers are minus 6.5 favorites on the spread. The total is 36.5. This is, again, Monday Night Football. It's a doubleheader. Look for these two teams to, you know, actually compete against each other pretty well. The problem mm-hmm. with the Giants is they don't have a defense. There's no defense. No. So for you, take that off the board. Just look at the total, 36 and a half, so 37 points. They will reach that together, um, and then Green Bay will cover that spread minus six and a half with Jordan Love's arm, even without Christian Watson. He's not going to play. Mm-hmm. They, he shouldn't play. He, he, that type of injury where you just go down and no one touched you, something's up. Don't play. Just don't play him. So uh, I would just look for Jordan Love to hit his other targets. He's got plenty of guys out there that can catch a football. Uh, they bring, they're bringing in some running backs to try out different guys and stuff. And it's a good week for the Packers because they're in a situation where they finally strung together wins that no one really thought they could string together, and they were able to do it. So they're showing you they can beat really good teams. Historically, New York's a tough place for the Packers to play. Well, not not New York, but New Jersey's a tough place for the Packers to play. Historically, they've had trouble with the Giants. But that has been later in December when there's been playoffs on the line. There are no playoffs on the line for the Giants. There are playoffs on the line for the Packers, but it's not the same scenario. I'm talking about a scenario where both teams were competing. This game where the Packers defense is going to welcome Debbie NFL properly and expect the Packers defense to have a, a pretty good day. But I do think that the Giants can score. I don't think they won't be able to score. I do think they can score a little bit here. And I do think total mm-hmm. goes up where Packers win. It's a good win for the Packers on the road. Matt mm-hmm. LaFleur undefeated in December. He's going to go to 17-0 and in December after this one. Um, mm-hmm. Amy, is there anything you you'd like to add to this game? No, like it's obviously like an open and shut. Like you said it correctly, Giants have no defense at all. Um, no, everything's everyone's everyone's hurt like on that team, yep. and um, 
basically like the pack's gonna come in and they're like okay cool we're gonna win but let's have some fun it's monday night football i think having them both start at the same time is gonna literally burn like no one i'll be honest a lot of people are gonna watch the miami game over like over the pack versus the the giants because they know the pack's gonna win and that's who i think is gonna win this week too that is whatever game gets out of hand first people flip to the other game exactly so whatever game gets out of hand first people are gonna go to the other game that's has not as much scoring yet and then wait for that to happen and stuff but if you're a dolphins fan you're just watching that game yeah that's what you want to see the celebrations. You want to see guys breaking the records, you know, all the stuff in the team mm-hmm. for the team. Like it's a big year for Dolphins fans. They should be supporting their team. I'll yes. be watching the Packers versus the Giants, obviously. <laughs> yes. But uh, yes, it's an important game for the Packers. And I like that they're on the road after playing against the Chiefs at home. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. I don't feel good if it was like a team like the Giants coming into Green Bay right now. Because it would be like, you just had this big emotional win, and now you're sitting at home. Now they're getting yeah. ready, preparing, going on the road. Like, it's it's good for them. This is great for this young Packers team. That's mm-hmm. like, even though you won a big game, get ready. Got to go play another one. Like, I yep. love it. It's actually great for this Packers team. So, mm-hmm. um, we've gotten our picks out. Uh, that's it for the games. Uh, two teams that are on a bye this week are actually the two NFC teams. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals and Washington Commanders are on bye weeks. So, folks, you don't have to watch those stinky teams play. Yay! <laughs> so, that is the NFL Week 14 podcast with Preston and Kimmy. Kimmy, thanks for joining me. You're the best. Anytime. God bless you. Bye.